The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Since it was preparation day, in order that the bodies might not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for the Sabbath day of that week was a solemn one, the Jews asked Pilate to have their legs broken, that they may be taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and then of the other one who was crucified with Jesus. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one soldier thrust his lance into his side and immediately blood and water flowed out. An eyewitness has testified and his testimony is true. He knows that he is speaking the truth so that you may also come to believe. For this happened so that the scripture passage might be fulfilled. Not a bone of it will be broken. And again, another passage that says, they will look upon him whom they have pierced. The Gospel of the Lord. As far as I can recall, this is the only moment in the liturgical year that we zoom so intensely upon this moment of the piercing of the side of Christ. I know that we look at it in the larger context of the entire Passion story during Holy Week, but I can't recall another time when we, when we look so closely at that moment, that moment when Christ was pierced with the lance in his side. And why is that? It's because it was an extremely important devotion to the early church. It's not an extremely huge devotion for us in the 21st century Catholic Church. We don't really think or pray about that specific moment a whole lot. But for them, the early Christians, this was an important moment, the moment of the piercing of the side of Christ. And you can see the Johannine author how he, it's so important to him. He says, you know, there was a witness there. He, he saw it and he can tell you all about it because he wants you to believe it too. It, it, that's how much it means to John. And why does it mean that much to him? Because the water and the blood for John, it, it, it reminds him that, that Christ, that Jesus is, is filled with divinity and humanity, all mixed in together. And it, if, you, if, if you poke a hole in me, my humanity is going to pour out. But if you poke a hole in Jesus, both his humanity and divinity pour out. And they pour out together. And, and for John, and for me too, that's not just an intellectual concept, a theological concept. It's a beautiful moment of love between God and myself. It's, it's, a, it's an expression of, of love from God, this, this coming together of the humanity and the divinity. You know, all of us can think of a young mommy or a young daddy who gets down on the floor with his, his child or her child and plays the toys on the floor with his child or her child. Some of you were that very mommy or daddy. That's the most pure and unadulterated love that we can imagine. Now imagine that on a cosmic scale, because that's what happened. The Trinity looked down on the earth and they said, we want to get down on the floor of the earth on the floor of the, our little planet to be with, with us. That's, that's the incarnation. It's not, it's not this 
intellectual concept. It, it's it's an expression of love, the ultimate love, the, the most pure and unadulterated love. Right? And all of that is what spills out of Jesus in this humanity and divinity coming together. That he, he wanted to step on the floor of our planet. I, I finally got to see the Jordan River. And here's what struck me. It's a dirty old river. It, it, it looks just like a dirty old bayou of Louisiana. It looked just like the very kind of bayou that I, I fish crawfish out of myself. And that moved me. Because what it means is that Jesus chose to, to step into the muddy waters of our life. The muddy waters of our life. And here's what happened when he did that. He, he divinized our life. He divinized the muddy water. No? Uh, the, the most remarkable thing is that, is that his becoming like us all of a sudden gives us once again, the hope of becoming like him. In the Garden of Eden, the Adam and Eve, they were, they were immortal and they were sinless and they were in the image of God. And we lost all of that in the fall. And now, now that line between humanity and divinity becomes pure, porous again. It becomes porous again. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a line that can't be... Uh, broken through, the, this, this one little moment that we don't pay much attention to when the priest takes the, the water and puts a little water in the chalice, we say this most extraordinary statement. We say, by the mystery of the water and wine, may we come to share in Christ's divinity as he has shared in our humanity. It's nothing less than that that we celebrate in the sacred heart of Jesus, in the pierced side of Jesus. That God has come down to the floor of our little planet and become human so that we might become divine.